This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 277, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Road Trip. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Bummer. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Strangers and Aliens, the podcast about science fiction, faith, fantasy, and imagination. It's time for a road trip! And you were supposed to say road trip with me! Road trip! I've got the car in drive, (laughs) and we're moving. All right, we're off to see a hopefully great movie. It's the sequel to my favorite franchise ever, Jurassic Park. Hooray! Ben, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? (laughs) Here. I'm wearing Aquaman Funko t-shirt, and uh, it's in honor of my Sunday school lesson this morning, where I was telling kids, God wants you to be an Aquaman. Why? Well, we were just talking about being fishers of men. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and we're doing a series about superheroes, so next week is going to be Robin and being a helper, you know, and that kind of thing. We'll talk nice. About, we'll talk about the Good Samaritan, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's a new series. It's a fun series, and... Uh, and I'm using my Funko Pop uh, characters, so I'm actually I have to buy a couple because when we do Flash and talk about, um, you know, running with the word and that kind of thing, uh, I, I don't have a Funko for that. So. You have to buy it. I'm gonna have to buy it, and I also am gonna have to figure out how to get some female characters in there, like how to be a Wonder Woman. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm wearing today. I thought eh, it's appropriate, and this. Still haven't fixed this. We are crossing the most treacherous railroad crossing in the United States of America. Yeah, so that's what I'm wearing, Evan. That's who I'm wearing. Uh, it's, it's Aquaman. It's Funko. It's fun. It's cute. And I'm not wearing the shirt to the thing. But uh, something has happened for this movie that has not happened yet. And that is I seem to uh, be in a car with, with a cosplayer for the film franchise. Uh, Evan, what are you? What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? I'm dressed as a Jurassic Park researcher. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> and actually, I had this costume lying around, and I thought to myself, you know what? Ben Ben would get a kick out of this, so I'm going to wear my costume. And the reason I have this costume is because a couple years ago, we did a um, father-son weekend retreat, and it was Jurassic Park themed, except we changed it to Creation Park, but it's basically Jurassic Park. And <laughs> if you remember Brendan Miller, he's he's helped or been on the podcast a couple of times. Episodes, yeah. He, he is my partner in crime when we do that, and so he's got a costume that looks exactly like Alan Grant from 
the movies. Mine is just like an amalgam of different things. I've got the cargo shorts. I've got like a zookeeper vest with my my badge that says I am a certified licensed dinosaur expert uh, park ranger. This pass is not transferable. And it says Creation Park on there. I've got my hat. It's like a cowboy hat, but it's made of straw because real cowboy hats are expensive. And I've got kind of like a safari guy shirt on. So, yep, I'm wearing the franchise to the franchise. You're not just, you're not just wearing the shirt to the thing, man. You're like, you thing. are the thing. <laughs> I'm wearing the thing to the thing. And it should be fun. Currently, I'm not wearing my uh, fake glasses because I had to put on my sunglasses. But when we get out of the car, my fake glasses will return to my face. Tim, what are you wearing? Michael Jordan. Nice. Okay. That's, that's my son, by the way, who's also with us and yeah. joining us. Yep. And Michael Jordan counts as sci-fi and fantasy because of how high he can jump. Um, and he was in Space Jam. Space Jam. I mean, that's that's the that's the place right there where you place him in. So. Have you ever watched slow mo video of him jumping? I mean, good grief. Oh yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that he was the only reason I liked basketball. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I was in high school, the only reason to watch basketball for me was Michael Jordan and Larry Bird to an extent too. Uh, I did like Larry Bird as well, and because he's from Indiana, and so was I. But well, we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here to talk about Jurassic Park. <laughs> hey, uh, so I was listening to episode, I think it's 155 of Strangers and Aliens, this podcast. And that episode was one of your first episodes with us. It may have been the second one. Second, third, or first. I'm not exactly sure. But um, that one you came on, you were still doing your other podcast. Although, uh, if you listen to it, that's one of our time warp uh, alternate universe episodes where we tried at first, it really didn't work out as well as I think we thought it was going to be. But the idea was that I was actually the host of Evan's podcast, the Static Blade podcast, which is no longer a thing. No. Uh, and Evan then was pretending to be the primary from Strangers and Aliens uh, before he was actually a primary from Strangers and Aliens. So, um, yeah, and we talked about uh, the Jurassic Park franchise. We talked about Jurassic World. And now here we are um, going to the sequel. Who would have thunk it? I know. It's pretty. When did that come out? 2015? It was, yeah, I don't remember. It was, it was uh, about 150 episodes ago. Yeah, I think 2015 because I was married. And, yeah, and it's, it, the timing was the same. Uh, we had just been at the... Uh, Johnny and Friends family retreat, which is what um, just a couple days ago my family got home from. And uh, last time, though, I actually saw it Thursday night while I was at the retreat. And this time around, um, it, it was a crazy week, Evan. I, I'll just tell you right now, the last two weeks have been crazy, weird. Uh, my wife was in the hospital, and I was doing the, the two camps and doing another camp, and uh, it just got crazier and crazier and it just was not going to work out to go see the movie while I was there which is why we're going right now and I'm looking forward to it I'm not exactly looking forward to walking into the theater right now um <laughs> but it'll be fun we can take pictures in front of the poster uh, we could do that sure and uh, but I am looking forward to when the lights go out and the, and the movie starts so yeah yeah I'm looking forward to winking at people and flicking them a, 
uh, how's it going with my with my gun a little snap hand. gun yeah, finger. snap gun finger how's uh, it going wink i'll be walking a few paces before or behind you i'm not <laughs> sure yet which but um yeah uh so evan um i think now is the time where we talk about previous movies in the franchise when we do this kind of an episode uh so let's do that. Um, I have not put up a Jurassic Park ranking on Letterboxd yet. That will be happening very soon, though, because we're going to this one, and I'm going to be chronicling my my movie viewing. And I would like you to see... Uh, I just listened to it, so I think I remember your answers. But what is your ranking of the Jurassic Park movies up until this point? And give a little bit of an explanation why. Okay. At, at last place, I'm going to put Jurassic Park 3 because they kill the T-Rex. That changed. That changed, okay. Okay. I mean, even before you're going to ask me this, I'm like, do they tie? Do, do two and three tie? And, you know, I think just because of how it ends, I'm going to have to put three lower. Although I really do like the, all the raptor segments in number three, and I like the, the thing where they have the phone inside the Spinosaurus. <laughs> That's, forgot about that. that's kind of fun. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I think I'm going to have to put it um, yeah, the last place. Then is number two. Um, and, you know, it's, it's good. It's fine. I like it. I like all of them because they're Jurassic Parks. Um, this, it was a fun change up from the other ones. Uh, like I said, I like the raptor parts in that one too. The, it's very, very, probably the most stressful scene in all of Jurassic Park is in number two. Where you have... Which, one? Which scene? Where they're hanging off the side of the cliff. In the, the t- window? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. the two T-Rexes are pushing them off. That's very stressful. And, uh, yeah. And then number, number, this the next curious. one. I'm very curious where this goes now. Okay. In a couple years. Yeah. Jurassic World's going to be next. Be- okay. Yeah. That changed also. It did. Okay. Your, your entire ranking has changed since last Nice. Time. Yeah, I'm going to have to put Jurassic World next be- because it's just because Jurassic Park 1's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you know, it might go higher. Um, but Jurassic Park 1 was just a formative movie in my childhood years. I loved it. It was like my favorite movie when I was six. My dad woke me up in the middle of the night to come watch it, or the, or the T-Rex come out, and then he sent me quickly off to bed after the T-Rex came out. Um, Interesting, okay. Before he ate anybody. So it wasn't, it wasn't a theater experience for you when you first saw it? No, 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 no. no. I, I couldn't handle Aladdin at that point, man. I couldn't handle Star Wars uh, Episode Five at that point. I just like dinosaurs, and my dad brought it out. And so then I then I would watch it, uh, you know, on on VHS a lot, um, to the annoyance of some. And uh, so Jurassic World it hits all the right notes for me. Everything about it is just a wonderful uh, follow up to the very first film, and it's a spiritual successor in my opinion. So I I love it. And an actual successor. Yes, and an actual successor. It doesn't have to be a spiritual one because it's. The actual sequel, it's its not... I was afraid it's going to be a reboot. Like, they're yeah, going to ignore yeah. stuff, and, and they didn't. It was such a loving sequel. And not too loving, either. I felt like... They it went new places. They did, they did. So, you have changed your ranking to match up with mine, which has not changed. But um, since we last recorded about Jurassic Park uh, franchise, you have changed your ranking to line up exactly with mine. Nice. So I, I would say yes, you are correct. I think another reason why I like Jurassic Park number one is is at the top is because I can almost quote that whole thing. <laughs> In any movie you can do that with, it's, it's probably one of your favorite movies. So, Unless it's uh, your kid's movie, uh, and then you just 
you know every line and it's not by your choice that you know every line yeah you mean like um that really creepy animal movie that i walked in on when we had game night the other night yes the we sing train the we sing train which had some of the most disturbing looking people in animal suits <laughs> i have ever seen in my life and i've seen like furries wearing lingerie walking down a convention hall and <laughs> it, this is far more disturbing there's only one that was really bad and that was the the old gray mare yeah oh man and that thing <laughs> that thing is nightmare fuel and you are making you are making your child watch this <laughs> she loves it and over again it's just i don't know how you, there were some other creepy things that i could live with but that was the one where it was just oh my goodness what yeah is yeah this watching it for the first time in in you know decades uh and I first saw the old gray mare. I'm like, oh man, there's two people in that thing. Uh, but that, that's not even the disturbing part. I mean, <laughs> just how it looks on the outside. The, the pantomime horse is is a classic tradition of theater. Uh, this is, uh, it's like Cthulhu. <laughs> it, like, it looks nothing like Cthulhu. <laughs> no, no, but it. it, it that, that's just because Cthulhu is a thing that can't be fathomed, and and this <laughs> this horse thing can't be fathomed. It was it was disturbing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Back to this franchise. Uh, so, Evan, what are you hoping for from Jurassic World colon Fallen Kingdom? Well, you know, I like the behind-the-scenes stuff, that, and we didn't get too much. Like, we get little glimpses of that in uh, The Lost World, and we get little glimpses of it in Jurassic World where it's in-gen, and they're kind of like the evil people behind Jurassic Park, and they're just in it for profit, and they're like, push the envelope, break the boundaries, I don't care who gets hurt. And so I'm, I'm hoping we get to see a little bit more of the mechanics behind them. I like that. Um, it's a very interesting premise this time, uh, going back to the island, and the island's being destroyed. Um, and then I'm hoping that they, at the end of this movie, dinosaurs are just free on the Earth. And that's why it's called Jurassic World. And then in Jurassic World Three, it it is Jurassic World, and we're we get a whole world we get a whole world building thing where we see what life is like now that dinosaurs are reintroduced into every ecosystem on the planet. So basically, like Planet of the Apes, only um, they're they're taking over not because they become the most intelligent species on the planet, but they're just powerful right. and they're just all over the place and yes. there's no controlling them. Yes, I do not want. Raptor Moses leading his people to the promised land. Through a classic 70s spaghetti western. No, I don't want that. <laughs> Are you sure? We've already had a raptor talking in one of these things and nobody liked it. Yeah, but it was okay. I thought it was funny. It, w it was okay yeah. because the talking raptor was in a dream. It's, it's okay. So, yeah, I, I'm, I've got similar expectations. Um, I'm just hoping... I, I, I want a good monster movie. And I want to be tense, and I want to like characters, and I want cool dinosaurs. I think watching that movie, the first one, so much as a kid has ruined these movies for me. Because whenever the raptors come out, I don't get tense. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, but they're... So they're hopefully bringing out something else, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, here's what I don't want to see. Don't do it, Jurassic Park. I don't want to see a rocket launcher strapped to the back of a Raptor shooting stuff. Okay. Did you ever see the, um, the designs for, we, we talked a little bit about this, but the designs that they did, uh, where they were like, 
human dinosaurs. Yes, I saw this. Carrying armor and carrying spears and stuff. Nope, don't want that. Okay, well, I don't either. Um, I mean, I'd be fine if you if they went to a route of okay, we're gonna splice some dinosaur DNA with humans, and it doesn't turn into a human with a spear and a loincloth, but it turns into some horrible abomination. I'm okay with that. Well, we'll see. We'll but, see. Yeah, I don't. I don't want like the Jurassic Park things from Toys R Us. You know, where one of them has a sky glider, you know, or something. <laughs> or the uh, uh, the toy that time forgot or whatever from the um, Toy Story Christmas special. Yes, yes. Battlesaurs! Battlesaurs! Yeah, don't want those. If you haven't seen that movie, stop what you're doing right now and go watch so that. Oh, good. 22 minutes, worth your time. If I could give it six stars, I would. And get the DVD so you can watch the bonus features where they actually made the Battlesaurs... Thundercats opening. Blu-ray. It's not on the DVD. Oh, get the Blu-ray then. Worth it. Or just buy it on iTunes because I think it comes with that. Okay, so we are here at the theater. I'm just hoping for, yeah, a classic Jurassic Park kind of setup um, that just follows up and builds on, which is what they tried to do with with, uh, Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. They tried to build on it. It just... uh, it didn't work as great. Jurassic Park 3, not so much. They were just like, let's get more money and make another they one of these. Tried. They tried. We're going to go back. We're going back to the island. They brought in, they finally did the pterodactyl scene that was meant to be in the first movie and was in the in the book. Um, I mean, they, they, they did try and do some new stuff. So, all right, Tim, you got the popcorn bucket? Yeah. All right. That's Tim's contribution to this nice. part of the conversation. Uh, and we're going to turn off this thing and we are going to go see this movie and in costume. In costume. By the way, your costume, the Creation Park, you know, it made me think of the Babylon Bee article that's been going around right now. The Ken Ham? Yeah. Yeah, we're. <laughs> Ken Ham is just shouting out wrong <laughs> every the time they say 65 million years <laughs> on, on uh, Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom. So we're going to stop recording and. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this ranks. And I'm glad that your ranking uh, changed to reflect the truth better. Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Turn off the car now. And we're back. We're in the car. We've just finished Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and we're starting the car and getting going because it's hot. It is so hot. The sun is just shining right through our windshield. So we're going to get moving. Usually this isn't a problem because we finished the movie after the sun goes down, but we went to the early show today. It's Sunday afternoon after the movie was released, and I went and saw the movie with a cosplayer. Yep. And nobody batted an eye, <laughs> except for a couple people who were like, oh, hey. There's a guy from Jurassic World. There's a guy probably here for the dinosaur movie. That's right, people. I am. And you can take a picture with me if you want to. No one did. <laughs> no one asked me. No. Okay, so, the movie. Let's do a non-spoiler review. What's your star rating? Where do you rank it? And uh, do you recommend it to people? Okay, starting with last question. Recommended? Yeah, I recommend it. Um, as a really good Jurassic Park movie. And if you like Jurassic Park movies, or... Um, creature sci-fi horror movies this fits right in there with that pg-13 creatures creature sci-fi horror movie i liked it um recommended uh ranking um well i'll give the ranking but four stars solid four solid four not perfect but really good and ranking i debated this one 
and uh, we'll see what you think here. But I debated and debated as I was sitting through the credits, waiting for the post credit, which there is one. But if you don't want to stay for it, don't worry about it. Um, and and uh, in the end, I did not place this above original Jurassic Park, but I placed it just below it. This wow. Is number two of the Jurassic Park movies, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. Tim. Oh, wait, there's a dinosaur coming up on the left. There is. <laughs> With a, a big old sign on his belly that says Big Sale. It's, it's, a, it's a giant orange T-Rex. It's about to attack that truck. It's the same place where we saw King Kong when we went and saw King Kong. This keeps happening to us. Wow, all right. This is cool. This is getting really meta. I'm, I'm in the costume. We saw T-Rex on the way back getting crazy hopefully we don't die oh, there's, or something there's uh, the giant ape as well yeah, so king kong is here too okay anyway so yeah we just went past the, the used car lot and now we are continuing on our way to evan's place and um yeah that's my ranking it's your turn oh, you i was gonna, gonna give it to tim to tim here you go uh yeah i give it a four out of five yeah and i'd, I'd recommend it it was really good i really liked it No, because I don't really remember the other ones. He's only seen Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Oh, okay. All right. I also gave it four stars. Yeah. And, and where does it rank? I'm, I'm putting it below Jurassic World. I like Jurassic World better just because it has all that nostalgia and the classic feel, you know? And I, I like the theme park stuff in Jurassic World. Yeah, but this was not about a theme park. This is about a fallen kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a couple different fallen kingdoms. Uh, but that's a spoiler, so we don't want to get into that. But um, I liked this one better just because I feel like it was a better movie. Um, and they did hit some nostalgia beats, but it was really to say, what if this was real? <laughs> Let's think this through. And so that's... Yeah, I, I liked what it was what it was doing, and I liked the way it was calling back, giving a fresh take on things, and uh, not just repeating. Although it does do some repeating. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. What well, was going to rank it? No, I already said we were ranking it. Four stars. Ranking it. Uh, well, do you recommend it? Do I recommend it? Yes, I recommend it. Same thing that you said. If you give it four stars, yeah. you're recommending it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Same thing that you said. If you like Jurassic Park movies, this is a great one. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's right on par with Jurassic World, the first one. And I just like the first one better because of the theme park stuff. Um, and, okay, I did put it on another ranking list. I'm ranking all the movies that I've seen uh, that came out in 2018. This is number two. What's... What's number one? Number one, I put Infinity War up there. I just really enjoyed that. Uh, I remember, uh, because I just listened to it today, um, you put Jurassic World, I think you put it above Ultron. I think it was the same year. Okay. But, yeah. Um, okay, so that's the non-spoiler, but if we're going to really talk about this, we need spoilers. So I think we need to play the spoiler organ uh, once we get to the stoplight up here. And... I'm stopping, I'm stopping, and spoiler organ, right about now. Hit that. Spoilers. Spoilers. 
the spoiler organ has been played, and now we are going to talk about the movie in full detail. So now's your last chance to turn back. Go see it. We recommend it. Okay, spoilers. Uh, okay. Uh, first of all, this reminded me. I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's this unnamed movie, or unmade movie rather, um, that would have been made, I think, instead of King Kong, uh, by the same stop motion team. And the whole idea was a Jurassic Island that gets destroyed by a volcano. And some of the things, some of the descriptions from what this movie was going to look like, some of it ended up in Son of Kong, uh, where the island sinks and all the animals are dying. But they, underwater, dying animals, trying to swim for their lives and stuff. Um, I, I think that they lifted this directly. And maybe not storyboard directly, but I think they lifted it uh, purposefully. And, uh, you know, in homage, but the same way that the original... Um, Jurassic Park and some of the other stuff from the Jurassic Park franchise have borrowed from the King Kong movies and other, you know, classic stop motion and creature features. And I just, as I was watching the island destruction, I was just, oh man, uh, wishing I could see it in stop motion, but thinking this is, there's some neat stuff going on here. And also, remember we saw this trailer and we were a little nervous. Yeah, because we thought the whole movie's just about getting dinosaurs off the island. But that's only the first 30 minutes. Well, and, but watching the trailer, we were hoping maybe this is just act one. Yeah. And it was. And then it moves to the, the mainland and into the States. And I really enjoyed how it became. It really was a different movie, even though um, it did feel like uh, Lost World colon Jurassic Park uh, with the hunters and then, you know, the first half is the hunters on the island going back to the island after the park is shut down. And then the second half is what happens when they're in the, you know, civilized world or whatever. Uh, but it was a very different movie in what actually was happening and the reason why they were there and the, the team of hunters and stuff. Um, I really, really enjoyed just the, the differences, uh, just making it a, a different movie. And Tim, you have to vouch for me on this. All right, before I turn this back over to you, Evan, so you can talk about your beloved franchise and how, does, how do you like this in your beloved franchise. But early on in the movie, uh, right after they introduced the girl and mentioned something about the girl's mom dying in a car crash, I leaned over to Tim and I said, she's a clone. Yep. And I, I didn't want to say anything to you, Evan. Oh, look at that trash bag all splattered all over the... The road. Not as bad as the diapers. No, not as bad as the diapers. But, um, I I didn't want to say anything to you because I didn't want to, like, spoil it for you just in case you hadn't figured it out yet. No, <laughs> I was so confused <laughs> because I was on a totally different track. I, I thought she was going to be the daughter of, like, one of the first kids, oh, right, on yeah, yeah. In, from the first movie because they said she'd been on the island before. Your mom had been on the island before a long time ago. So I'm like, oh, Once, yeah. yeah. Obviously, she's like L or something. But I'm like, wait, that was Hammond's granddaughter, not this guy's granddaughter. And then when they were showing the picture, I was like really analyzing the picture. I'm like, who's that supposed to be? Person whisper. There is a person who whispered way off to the left toward the bottom. She's a clown. Right after they showed the picture, and that. and I and that's when I leaned over to you, Evan, and said, I called it. I didn't get it at all. I'm like, okay, Ben, what did you call? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was so confused. And so I didn't I didn't get the reveal until they told me. And then I was still confused. So now it all makes sense. 
because I was just totally on a different track. I was like, what does this have to do with the original girl? Nothing. It has nothing to do with the original girl. That's the answer. I have to say, though, and this will be my last thing, and then I'm going to turn it over to you, but I want to see what your take is on this statement here. And that is, with the with this movie, um, the five-movie franchise, as it stands right now, is, I think, one of the greats of sci-fi franchises. This movie takes what they did, were doing in the beginning, builds on it, builds on what they did in Jurassic World, which was also building on from the beginning, and in some ways almost... Um, uh, it redeems almost like the third movie, you know, which isn't isn't the greatest. It's still good stuff in it, but um, this movie elevates the franchise to a really strong status as far as franchises go for me. I agree. I mean, the end of this movie is the dawn of an entirely new franchise. The dynamic has completely changed, and there's so much potential with what you can do now. Yeah, yeah, because after the first movie, yeah, okay, the world's a different world now because of this technology, uh, but it's hidden, you know, it's secret, and technically speaking, Jurassic Park could have taken place in our world, it's just, you know, no one ever knew about it, you know, and and, and then they, they build on it, and they, there's news reports and stuff like that, but then with the last two movies, it's kind of like, what if this was real? And what is the real world applications of stuff with with all this sci-fi technology? And I, yeah, it just it makes it a, a great franchise, a really good franchise. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I mean, I love they, they brought back all the, the great things. And see, here's another thing, Ben. Here's another thing that was like she is a clone or the daughter of the girl because they replicated two shots exactly from the first movie. Up where L is? What's her name? Is it L? I think it's. I can't remember. Lex. It's Lex. That's what it is. They replicated L is the older one, right? Yes. They they replicated two of Lex's shots. One where she's standing there, breathing, you know, hyperventilating, and he grabs her and pulls her away. And then the one where she's trying to pull the thing down, and the raptors coming at her. And so I'm like, they're paralleling. Oh, the waiter. Yeah, yeah. Ex exact parallels and. But here's another really cool shot where it was kind of a, she's a clone. She's just like them. And that was... Um, with the reflection. The reflection, yeah. 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 Where, oh, I didn't get that. She's standing there looking, at the, looking out the window, and you see the reflection of the dinosaur over her face, yeah. and she screams, and it... Rah! And then it just... Uh, yeah, it was just this... Rah! And you're like, that's it. That's, they're, they're the same. But we got to talk about that ending. But first, I... I go Evan this is your franchise man and I've dominated the conversation so oh, it's okay yeah so that just confused me even more but I loved it I loved it all you know I, and they, they keep coming up with new ways to do stuff like yeah we've seen the t-rex and but now we're in a box with the t-rex and you know it's menacing in a whole new way uh what's really interesting is you don't have the classic raptor scenes in this movie at all because the raptor is the good guy the raptor is now your friend your sidekick the npc that follows your main character through the video game yes and you know what i it fixes what happens a lot of times like the last Jurassic World, my problem was, oh, just random T-Rex runs and saves them, and then that's the end, is that it's dinosaurs fighting each other. But this, yes, the raptor saves them, but it's part of the character's journey. And the raptor is a character himself. Right, yeah. And they establish a lot of herself, Ben. They're all girls. Uh, it, it's They establish all this in flashbacks. I'll tell you a story about that in a little bit here, but go ahead. Okay, and, and yeah, they really build that character and make it plausible. Okay, like, cause in the last one, you're like, all right, sure, whatever. 
the raptor saves them. Fine. It's fun. But in this one, they really give you reason to believe that that could happen and would happen. And so it's good. And so the villain, the main villain in this one, or the main creature in this one, is the new Indoraptor. And it's super creepy because it has the human hands, the yeah. four fingers. That, that bed shot is a great shot. Now, they used it in the trailer, but where she's in the bed, why was she in the bed? Why did she? Uh, because she's a kid and making really poor choices, which we'll talk about another poor choice. But here's a here's a poor choice by Chris Pratt because the entire time he's just trying to like when he when he sabotages the auction, he's trying to stop the Indoraptor from getting carted off into the. Oh. Thank goodness, it's yes. All, the entire time in my head, I'm just screaming, shoot her! Shoot her! You know, like, there's all these guys with automatic weapons. Grab one, spray the thing with bullets, then run away! No, we're leaving it in the cage. It'll die from starvation or something. We'll just trust that that'll happen. I was, I was waiting for the butthead, <laughs> the butthead dinosaur to like hit the cage and get the thing out, and yeah. I, that's what I was waiting for. Like that—that that was another poor choice on Chris Pratt's part. Sorry, Star Lord, but uh, you need to be thinking a little bit longer. Okay. And then there's Captain Leland Stallemeyer from Monk, and he is collecting dinosaur teeth, and he, he shoots the dinosaur with the tranks. So he can go in and take its tooth. But at least they gave him a a reason to go in that cage. Sure. I feel like they could have given he could have escaped in a more plausible way. I don't know. That that part's like, are you a stupid man? Yes. At least they gave him a reason. <laughs> at first I was like, why is he Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It made sense. Okay. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. I I liked almost the entire movie. I can't think of a part right now that I didn't like. Um. All right, you want to talk about the very end? Well, first of all, when Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard uh, was trying to decide, do I let the dinosaurs go or not? I can't let them die. And the whole the whole movie, I'm just spending the whole movie being, yeah, no, these things will kill everyone. Like <laughs> if you save, like oh, but we can't let this one. Th it's the whole Godzilla thing, you know. You know. Kill Godzilla, then ask questions about if you should kill Godzilla or not. Because <laughs> yeah. Godzilla's going to kill you all. And, and these, you know, oh, should we let the Tyrannosaurus Rex out? Uh, no, no. Maybe the Brontosaurus, sure. I mean, it's dangerous, but you'll see it coming. It doesn't want to eat you. But, <laughs> yeah, but all these other ones, you know, you, you just don't. You, yeah, set all the dinosaurs free. The Allosaurus, the Carnotaur. So she's trying to decide, should I do it or not? I'm like, no, no, don't do it. This is—I wasn't saying this out loud. Evan would have said it out loud if I was Evan, but I'm not Evan. But I'm—I was saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm saying to myself, no, you do not set them free. I don't care if you want them to live. You let them die or try and find another way, you know. And then, as soon as she didn't kill them, I knew it was going to happen. I didn't. And I was like, and oh, I knew why? Because she's a clone. She's just like them, and so. It made sense. The kid pressed the button. Now, is it a bad choice on the kid's part? Yeah, it is. But she's a kid. And so I'm, I, you know, kids make bad choices. I mean, even adults make bad choices. But um, she, she saw something and she recognized something in herself. And yeah, you know what? I'm, I will go with you on that decision. Movie. Not girl, but movie. I'll go with you on that decision. Um, okay, so... <laughs> But then what's the first thing those, those dinosaurs do once they're set free? 
They start killing people. <laughs> like that's the first thing they do. They get out the gate, literally six feet out the gate, and they are killing people. Yep. Don't let the dinosaurs go. Look, man, and like Chris Pratt's like, Blue, come with me. And Blue's like, that's a cage. I'm not coming. And now there's a Velociraptor, and the movie closes on the Velociraptor overlooking a little sleepy suburb town where Elliot and E.T. live. Totally Spielberg. <laughs> totally Spielberg. And and I, I liked that. I mean, the, the movie went a place that was a really stupid place to go for human beings, right? But it's asking the questions like, well, what if this would happen? What if that would happen? And honestly, again, because it was a kid making an emotional decision uh, instead of this supposedly intelligent woman making an emotional decision, I'm happy to go along with the movie for this. And I'm happy to jump into the next movie with the new normal that they set up for the world. And I'm I'm good with it. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I I can't wait to see what, where they go with this, because as we know from Jurassic Park one, the dinosaurs can reproduce asexually. So they can, you know, they can populate. Some of them, yeah, I mean, they're, that's the female thing. When I was at a, a writing program in Hollywood, uh, we were given an assignment. Our homework was to watch the scene in the kitchen from Jurassic Park and write it as a script in our own words, you know. And so we did this, and our the lady who was in charge, she was like, oh, yeah, you guys did some good descriptions, but here's one thing that no one did right and that was the pronoun that everyone used for the Velociraptors were either he or it. I personally used it. And I think my friend Brian used it. And I, we, and she's, but they're female. And so you just have to pay attention to the details. Like that was the point she was making. Like the whole assignment was just the point of pay attention to the details. Right. And we're like, it is fine. It is fine. He is not fine because they reiterate over and over again, they're girls. Even then... I'm sorry. I mean, I get Shoot her! Clever girl. I know, I know, I know. I get the point. But we were, as soon as she said that, the entire class just kind of was like, oh, come on. But anyway, that's my, my pronoun Jurassic Park story. Pronoun trouble. So, yeah, I, I'm very interested. Now, and, and this movie, though, it had, it turned in, it, it went from, um, army versus versus sci-fi creatures to um basically you know trapped in a haunted house kind of thing um i mean it's referencing other movies just like jurassic world was but i felt like it was doing it in a much more i don't know original way um if you can i mean they replicated at least three shots from the first one so they're definitely <laughs> it is original, they, but they are paying homage to what came before, and I really liked it. Like when the T-Rex uh, comes in at the end and kills the guy, you know, at the car? Yeah. He does his exact same turn around and roar, the exact same pose and everything from the first one. It's great. Yeah, great yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, now, I, <laughs> the, the part where uh, Star-Lord was trying to wake up from the poison and the lava's coming at him. Oh, my gosh. That was nail-biting. That was so much fun, though. I'm just, like, watching that, and I'm like... That was when I was trying to wake up Tim from his nap this afternoon to come see the movie. Like, that's he's just kind of rolling out of bed. <laughs> just Like, that's me in the morning. Like, every morning. I'm like, ah, Star-Lord, you and me, we got something in common. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, so, all things considered, I uh, this elevates the franchise for me. It's a good franchise up until now, but this is now because of the way it just ties in. And I wish that, like, the Prometheus movies 
had kind of been more like this, where you just felt like you were watching a really good movie in its own right, but it's expanding and building on the franchise and yeah. So Evan, I'm going to give you a final word though on this. Like okay. you, you, this is your franchise, man. And I, I, where, where do you sit with your franchise now? Where I always have been. It's great. It's my favorite franchise and it's, it's always been great. And now it is still more great. And anything, what's, what's the one biggest standout from this movie for you? Biggest standout? Uh, I mean, it just, it, this movie is all over the place as far as, I want to say tone? Because in the, in the very, well, maybe not tone, I don't know. Because in the very beginning, it's a very Jurassic Parky movie. Where they're, you know, they're on the island, they're doing the Jurassic Parky stuff. It's raining and it's dark, and you, everybody's gonna die, and you know they're all gonna die. And but they don't. Well, the the guys from the helicopter. Oh, oh, yeah. the, you mean the opening scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best Jurassic Park <laughs> opening scene so ever. That was so good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's very Jurassic Parky. Then you go in on the boat, and it's a very like we've never seen anything like this before I don't think where we're just in these confined spaces with the dinosaurs and nobody's dying but there's still lots of peril you know we're in the boxes and then we go again to another place we haven't really been before where it's you know just an entirely new environment it's the haunted house mm-hmm. sort of thing um and the you know the dinosaurs running amok in this very nice mansion thing and so it's just an it's it's what we've seen before, it's all kind of reiterations of itself. They tried to do some new things with it, but this is far and away the most different one I think we've seen. All right. Hey, what about themes? Oh, yeah. I was just very, very glad that we had um, family as a theme again. But this is more about like the overall legacy of family and, and dealing with loss and building a family. And the fallen kingdom is the, the kingdom of the... Uh, John Hammond's partner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a fallen kingdom. The island itself is a fallen kingdom, and then the, the world. <laughs> well, yeah, and then the, in some ways, the well, he's still alive. Woo. Oh yeah, Doctor Wu. Uh, Doctor <laughs> Wu is still alive. Yep. So he's he's got to be coming back in the next one, doing stuff. Next one, I I feel like they're gonna. <laughs> this is my prediction. I don't know if they'll do this. They're gonna try to fight fire with fire and breed those Indoraptors to take down the dinosaurs that are out there. You know, which is those aren't the only dinosaurs out there because the the guys escaped with DNA and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they can recreate their own dinosaurs. They had a briefcase full of the the embryos or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all going with Wu. Yeah. Who was knocked unconscious and oh we didn't talk about franklin at all that guy was great (laughs) franklin yeah the nerdy guy (laughs) he's from the get down on netflix and i loved him on that show he's the main character but um but here he's great i liked the dinosaurs versus lava new element in there like where that you know you're always scared of the dinosaurs they're the biggest and the baddest not anymore man earth is the biggest and the baddest (laughs) so that was a cool element to put in as well i like that all right, Jurassic World. I want to say park, but Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Um, looks like we all we liked it all around here. Yep, yep. And I'm I can't wait for more. I mean, this delivered 
what I wanted, which is an awesome Jurassic Park movie. It is worthy of my cosplay. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> deliver what I wanted to, which is just a good movie mm. with characters that I like who are trying to get away from dinosaurs. I am, I am, this is a much better theater experience than my last theater going experience. Which was? The Incredibles 2. Bad experience? We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we're going to have to because I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Mm. The theater experience was bad or the movie experience? The movie. Oh. Interesting. Well, that's a teaser for something that may or may not happen soon. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, that's it then. Any, right. any final words, Tim? No. How about you, Evan? <laughs> you just blew out the, the waveform there anyway. So. And, and for me, of course, I want to say thank you so much for listening, everyone. Did you like it? Have you seen it? Are you going to see it? Are you not going to see it? What do you think about Jurassic Park? Let us know. Uh, I've set up our email so I actually get notifications now. Oh, good. Yeah. So it's a different world we live in where I actually can check email easily. Things have changed. Life uh, finds a way. And it did. So thank you for listening, and Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter where we are at strangeandalien.com or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. Battlesaurs! Battlesaurs!